0: Okay, here we go. Void into the unknown. Take two. <sighs> Welcome to Tight Ends, a NFL and fantasy football podcast based out of the UK. I am your uh, returning host and commissioner of the Anglo-Scott Fantasy Football League Fits. This is Season 2, Episode 1, and today I'm uh, joined by, first of all, Back once again for the Renegade Matter. Deep four damages power to the people's back once again for the Renegade Matter. Deep four damages the ill behaviour. back once again for the Renegade Matter. Deep four
1: damages
2: power to the people's back once again with the Renegade
1: Matter. I'm, all right. I'm glad, to be, glad to be back. glad to be back. Glad to use my my uh, Christmas present that was a podcasting mic for the second time, but the first uh, time the listeners will benefit from it. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, well you say benefit we'll wait to see on the uh, feedback on that one um before we yeah. dive into uh, into more on that uh, let's bring on our second returning guest
2: one for one
0: and for one, oh of the musketeers How are you, sir?
2: I am very well gentlemen how are you both doing uh, yeah it's been good
0: a, it's been a long time it's been a long time and uh, you know let's let's start by addressing the elephant in the room um we did uh, about a dozen podcasts last season we didn't quite finish off the season which we'll come to later on in our pod but uh, you know the nfl's hotting up with free agency we've got the draft around the corner and um, so we're back and we're going to do a pod every couple of weeks. We'll hopefully get into a bit of a rhythm. Uh, we will explain our absence, hopefully, in the course of the next uh, 45, 50 minutes or so on the pod. But, um, yeah, we're back, and hopefully we're going to enjoy some NFL chat. How are you both doing, anyway?
1: Yep, all good. But yeah, so it's... Uh, I think the NFL turns into a proper soap opera this time of year, so I think the timing's good. And I think, I don't know, for me, this seems the... The most chaotic, the most unpredictable, the, all the situations of the QBs changing. You, you couldn't, you couldn't guess where some of these players are going to end up. And it's, 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 it's exciting times. And yeah, and I think that's what makes the NFL so, um, pure compared to Premier League
2: football, perhaps.
0: Oh, okay. I, I can't really argue with that.
2: Paul? Uh, well, I'm afraid tonight I am turning into Nick because, I haven't been keeping up to date with too much stuff. Just to skim through Instagram and see, oh, so-and-so has gone here. Yeah, great. Doesn't really interest me. Um, Doesn't affect me too much. So, yeah, I am a little bit, got a bit cash on you all, I'm afraid. You've caught me out tonight. I'm assuming everybody else was unavailable. Um So, I got the call. So, yeah, if you're looking for a professional um, podcast off of me tonight, probably not going to (laughs) happen. It's 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 not going to happen for either of us.
0: Yeah, it's not going to happen for all three of us, but it's going to be entertaining to hear what you actually have to say, given you've not been (laughs) paying attention. (laughs)
2: You you, you do know that Brady's retired, right? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Is he unretired again? (laughs) (laughs) No, no.
0: Looks like he's done, doesn't it? He looks like he's done. Look, we'll. um, Look folks, as I said, this is our season two, first episode, um, of the second season. And usually what we try and do is pick on three things that have happened in the NFL in the past week. Uh, something that's going on in a game, a matchup, an injury, anything that's controversy. Obviously it's free agency. So we're going to dive in uh, again, as always, with our what three things. And as ever, it's free agency, lots of people moving teams, lots of interesting contracts being signed. So we thought this week are three things and we might actually get through more than three. um, But what sort of three moves have we seen or or are are talking about which we think are going to have a massive impact on fantasy next year? Something that's a positive or a negative. So uh, let's go with Lino, your first one. Second down and three. Jackson Jackson himself so look at him dirt back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles! Now he's got an entourage! And he's got a touchdown! He is Houdini! What a play!
2: Forty-seven yard touchdown run by the magical quarterback, Lamar Jackson.
1: So yeah, Lamar Jackson. Um obviously he's being franchise tagged by the Ravens. And it's um, I mean, he's been my QB for the last uh, two seasons. The season I won the league and then didn't win the playoffs, and then the the, the, the most recent season where I finished bottom and picked up a spoon. So, uh, but uh, he's, he's he just it's, it's amazed me how he's not being every. Um, I know he wants a lot of guaranteed money. Uh, he's using the Sean Watson benchmark as if he's if he gets this, I should get more, which I in performance related to you probably say is correct. And I'm just amazed that there hasn't been teams bending over backwards to try and get him. Uh, obviously we don't know exactly what's happened behind the scenes. He looks like he's going to be, um, at a team he may not want to be at. Uh, feel he's going to be at a team that he's going to be underpaid. I wonder whether he's going to do a, I don't know, he's a famous, another fancy expression that I, that's linked to me, do a Levy on Bell and Sit it out. Yep. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it's just, it's when I think first, it was an MVP, what, two, three seasons ago? Yeah. Um, fantastic player. He has had, um, he runs, he passes. He's not as, I don't know, maybe as, um, consistent as a Mahomes, but, uh, not just from a fantasy points perspective. I think he's, he, he's been a game winner. And I, I'm, I'm amazed that some teams, considering what Russell Wilson went for last season, that they haven't, I don't know, Know, the Raiders needed something. The Falcons need something. So many teams need a star QB, and he could have been the franchise. He's young, the franchise quarterback for a number of years, and I'm I'm just amazed that he's 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 kind of where he's ended up. I, well, I believe he hasn't. Well, got let's, an agent. hold on,
0: hold on. Well, let's let's clear it up. He doesn't have an agent, but the type of tag they've put on him. Means that if if you're the Ravens and you've got him, you've tagged him, and I come along and I'm what's one of the teams you mentioned, Falcons, right? If I come along, I'm the Falcons. If I put a deal on the table, um, and he chooses me, I have to give the Ravens two first-round picks plus I clearly have had to give a shed load of money to Jackson. Yeah. Um, so it's like it's not it's not a simple like. It's not a simple exercise, right? You've got to negotiate with someone who, as you were just about to say, doesn't have an agent, give him a boatload of money, which is guaranteed, and give away two first-round picks. Like, is it no surprise that no one's really gone in for him?
1: Um, well, you see you see what um, the Panthers have given up in to get the number one pick. But we've seen know, number one picks over the last few years may mm, not Not a bust, but not great. Yeah. Um, obviously Burroughs and Herbert. Um, Burrow even shouldn't go now, otherwise the uh, <laughs> name? The name police will come after me. Um, they've they, they've been fantastic. But then you look at like Zach Wilson. Uh, I know Trevor Lawrence is now beginning to look a, a sensible thing. I just I'm, I'm again I think about what Russell Wilson got. I think about what uh, Deshaun Watson's got, and I just think Lamar Jackson sits way above those two. Uh, kind of I don't know, just below a. Holmes or Josh Allen in terms of what they what they could be worth to a franchise the only thing I think he's got going against him is he's he's uh he was injured towards the end of both of last uh, both two seasons he I had to panic uh in a QB in my in my playoff game and I regrettably picked Matt Ryan rather than Joe Burrow and that's cost me the whole title and everything and I'm fully aware of it uh, and it still keeps me up at night. And yeah, I think that's <laughs> the only thing he's got going against him. He seems, uh, other than maybe how he's conducted himself a little bit in this, this negotiation period, seems a good egg. His teammates think high of him. He's not a, um, I don't know. Again, so, yeah, he's a good thing. Well,
0: let me, let me jump in. This is about a free agency and a player moving, or in this case, player hmm. probably not moving and impact on fantasy. So you're, you're clearly what I'm Clearly suggesting, maybe putting words in your mouth, but I'm assuming I'm going to be right here. You're suggesting he might do a bell and set out and a fantasy impact if he gets nothing next year, right? I,
1: I, I, I think he he would not. I also think he wouldn't be putting himself as much on the line. Um, uh, may not be taking those runs. He may not. I think he might be risk management. I know, even if you step onto that field in any position, you're putting yourself at risk. But just that might be just playing in the back of his mind. So I think from a fantasy perspective, I think he was. No, number three, number four, uh, Q, QB for the last, uh, certainly when he was fit, certainly playing week in, week out behind maybe Mahomes and, um, uh, Allen. And uh, I think Joe Burrow's probably pushing, pushing him up that list. I think he's there. Are, he would be a risk for anyone to draft. Maybe okay. a backup QB and that. Whereas I think he's obviously, he's probably not giving two hoots about yeah. what fantasy players are thinking about it. But I think he's, uh, yeah, I think he would have been, I don't know. The first three or four QBs off the board, no. It'll be a late pick.
0: Fair enough. Would you agree with everything you've just heard, Paul?
2: Yeah, more or less. I don't think he's obviously happy there. Um, and the type of player he is, like he is a, a risky player, as in, like you said, Lino, he'll make them runs that maybe are not there, but he'll go for it. Is he going to want to get himself smashed about? I'm not really too sure, but our team's going to come into it, come in for him. I didn't realize you had to give up two first-round picks, two first-round picks. I mean, Jackson's good, but like you said, he's a little bit injury-prone because of his style, I suppose. Um, I don't know. I think he, I think he's going to be stuck at the Ravens next next season, whether he likes it or not. So let's see what happens. So, Online, so,
1: James, obviously, Barkley's been tagged and, um, yep. uh, e, not Ebron, um, the, um, Ingram. Uh, e, Ingram, thank you. Uh, he's been tagged. Would would a team have to give up to a uh, different type of tag? For that? Yeah, there are okay. different
0: types of tag uh, exclusive and non exclusive types of tags that you can apply to players. So, the type of tag they've applied is, is quite rare, um, the Ravens, and it's, it's, um, it's non-exclusive. So someone can come in and offer a, a Deshaun Watson type guaranteed money contract. And the Ravens can go, yeah, we'll match that. And then he has the sign of the Ravens or they go, no, we're not matching that. We'll take two first round picks. Whereas the tag on Barkley, the team can't come in and negotiate. So it's an exclusive tag. So yeah, pretty okay. different. Um, all right. Interesting one. I actually didn't think about Levy on bell angle and, As we all have talked about in previous pods I know you're very familiar with the Le'Veon Bell uh, drama From a couple of years ago In your first ever fantasy season Um, Yeah, so so Lamar
1: Jackson, early round pick Off the board, panicking And Barry telling me he's going to sit out For two two weeks, and and he does
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah Let's see, Paul, let's dive into your first one Uh, Let's hear what your first one is Final play, looks
2: like barring a penalty. Bess got over the middle of the turret. Gets smoked right away, and that'll do it. The 49ers, back to the championship game.
0: So, your player wasn't named there, but I actually used that sound clip because it was quite infamous as his, his last ever play for his club before he's been released, and it ended up in flat on his ass. Who's your <laughs> player,
2: Paul? It is Zeke, the Z-man himself. Yeah, I think, so, uh, it's a real changing of the guard, uh, the, the Cowboys really. Um, obviously he's been such a staple for them for quite a few years now, back to even when Des Bryant was there when it was like Zach, Des and, and Zeke. Um, but now it's just Dak left. Um, Zeke's gone. Obviously he, he hasn't been as, as good the last couple of seasons. He seems to have lost that little, little bit of edge that he had. Um, he used to annoy me to be honest (laughs) he was one of them (laughs) annoying players but after I saw him on Hard Knocks he's actually like a really decent guy Um, Whoa, whoa
0: whoa whoa how did he why did he annoy you?
2: Do you know what it was? It sounds really petty and pathetic, but you know when he gets that spoon thing and he pretends to like feed himself like porridge or a bit like you a second ago, Lino. as I can see you on the camera just for, for our listeners. Lino was eating a yogurt and he looked just <laughs> like Zeke. <laughs> I, I,
1: I'm glad I hit a nerve with
2: you on that. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was my little bugbear. With him. But actually, after seeing him on on Hard Knocks, he came across as quite a good guy. But Obviously, he's had Tony Pollard breathing down his neck. Um, I don't think the owners of the Cowboys really wanted to make Pollard the number one for the last couple of seasons. I don't know why. It seems to be like Zeke was their man. But it comes to a point where it was just obvious Pollard was the, was the better back. And um, he tore it up last season. And obviously, with Zeke off the board, I think fantasy stats for Pollard could be going right through the roof.
0: I think it's a great shot. I think that was always a challenge when any of us thought about picking up Pollard, wasn't it? Like, he's still sharing snaps with Zeke, because mm-hmm. Jerry Jones loves Zeke, and you have to feed him, don't you? That was, <laughs> Literally. That <was> your point. <laughs> I've got to keep feeding Zeke, because we're paying him a shitload of money. And actually, uh, yeah, I think it's a great shot. Zeke gone, so Pollard, if he recovers from he got a broken leg, didn't he, in that game against the Niners, I think, if I remember correctly. So if he comes mm-hmm. back from that, it looks like he should. And I think it's a great shout yeah. that he'll uh, he'll boss it. Yeah, yeah, I
2: think it's my shout for,
1: for a big. Bar- big... Go uh, on, I think Barry raised an interesting point about when, how often do RBs who get that big contract mm-hmm. do they then go on and uh, continue to justify that money? And I think there's always that. Um, he obviously used Gurley and Zika's um uh, recent examples, but I think the only one we could sort of Agree on that. Well, I got one thumb up and no one called me an idiot when I said, Drum McCaffrey's done reasonably well since getting a big contract. Obviously that's with another team, but it just shows just how disposable RBs are. And then how, and we've seen in the last few years, these, um, um, rookies come out and literally hit the ground running. It's not a position where you, they seem to need to master the game. They don't look out of place. It's often maybe the element of surprise and what they can and can't do. So I just, I just, I, Obviously, they're the heroes of, um, fantasy football, the running backs, but they are really are disposable when it comes to the proper NFL teams. And I think that's really sad because Zeke sells huge amounts of, um, whenever I see a, a Cowboys jersey, it's normally got 21 on the back and he's, 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 he's the main man for them for a number of years. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see where he ends up. I hope he ends up, um, somewhere. I hope he does pretty well because I think he's a pretty, uh, he's a, character within the NFL in a positive way. I know he's had his few issues right back. I think he's um, he's a good guy.
0: I'm looking forward to seeing you pick him up with one of your many second round draft picks next (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) along with Najee
1: Harris. (laughs) 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 I traded and traded back.
0: Yeah, well, look, I think that's a good one, uh, Paul. Spot on. I think Pollard's if he recovers, shoot through the roof on fantasy and uh, would go quite high next year. But let's uh, let's turn to my one uh, this week. What's got me tripping? And uh, a free agency move that I think will have a massive impact on fantasy.
2: After that, sack, went to the offensive line, had words for them and Dalton Risner defending Russell Wilson. Risner right in the middle of it, actually pushed Rippon, and then Cam Sutton just trying to calm everyone down, going up and down the sidelines, but certainly frustration down here on the Broncos.
0: So, frustration on the Broncos. Uh, That was a game, I can't remember what game it was. I think it was against the Rams, and they were having fisticuffs on their own bench, and Wilson had been sacked multiple times. And so my free agency move and the impact on fantasy is actually multiple moves, but it's Sean Payton coming in as new head coach for the uh, Broncos and already he's plugging in holes on that offensive line. You know, Wilson wasn't getting the protection he needed. They need to make him work. They've paid him a ton of money, which we've talked about before. And um they signed a new guard, uh, ben, uh, ben Powers, for like 50-odd million. They signed mclinchy from the 49ers, my team. um Five years for over 80 million, might be closer to 90. Like, big guy, both quite big bodied guys for, even for offensive linemen standards. And, uh, so yeah, I, I, I think it's, I, I'm not saying it's gonna go positive or negative, but I think, um Stat, Wilson's stats will either get back to where they were at the height of his C- Seahawk days, or he'll get benched very quickly, because despite spending all his money on, uh, on the Neuro line, He's still as awful as he was last year, and we won't see him. Like I, I can say this, I picked up Wilson in the draft last year, thinking, "Oh, he's my backup QB." After I picked up uh, Burrow, and it was a little cheeky little. Oh, I think he might he might do it this year, and then he didn't. I, I, I can think I that. Russell Wilson. Yeah, I dropped it. I drafted him, but then I
1: dropped him. Well, I thought I drafted him. I, I had him. You had him as my of backup the last. Minute, yeah, but I, I I I thought he would be. Know, he's a pretty good fantasy, fantasy scorer in his Seattle day, so I just should yeah. he carry on. Um, I guess a lot depends on what, what offensive type, uh, weapons uh, he gets, not just to protect him, but targets, yeah. I think um, yeah, that'll be interesting as well.
0: Well, we'll see. We've got Jared Stidham, who was, I think, at the Raiders, right? So he's the backup now, so he's kind of, a I think, a reasonable backup. So, hey, all this money into the offensive line, if... Uh, if Russell Wilson doesn't turn it around, he won't see the season up, will he?
1: Make or break? What do you think,
0: Paul?
2: Yeah, I mean, every QB needs a decent O-line. Um, in a way, it's more pressure on Wilson because if he's got the protection and he's not delivering, then he's out, 100%. So it's going to be... He's got to hit the ground running next yeah. season, otherwise he's in trouble quick.
1: Okay. Did well, he have a full pre season with them? Uh,
0: well, yeah. They traded yeah. before the draft, so you would say, yeah, before the off season programmes, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I always thought he came in a little bit late. I guess he probably. Wasn't it? The rumours it was going to be Rodgers was their priority, and then they moved on Wilson.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the day before, yeah. Then it all settled down for Rodgers. Um, hey ho. Well, let's see what happens. But I think we've got time, even though this is about three things, I think we've got time for a quick fire round. Uh, I'm going to let you both pick a second uh, player, but I'll give you a minute each to make your case for why you think this player uh, will boom or bust because of the move they've made. Um, let's go first to your second one, uh, Lino. Sanders picks up the first down and more.
1: Him down. So yeah, Miles Sanders is 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 similar to some of the comments we made about Zeke and just I don't know, this is a guy who uh was a key part of the uh the offense. I know obviously everyone talked about Hertz and um AJ Brown, um but yeah, really um amazed that he's uh that they weren't gonna pick him up, they weren't gonna pay him what he thought he was gonna be worth. It's just gonna be very interesting where a player like Miles Sanders ends up. He wasn't a RB one in terms of I know the McCaffreys, the um the Elliots and the um uh, other key running backs you you draft before. But really where is where where does someone like him end up and what's he going to get paid? And is it a case of he's probably going to accept a one year deal or does he want to take a two or three year deal, uh, with a team? And you think it's a, a player that you would, I don't know, you think things would be climbing all over, but then to the point earlier, do you just take a, a decent rookie prospect?
0: I, I had him last year in fantasy. I've got to say, I couldn't trust him. He had, he had a couple of weeks where he was like 30 odd points and it was amazing and you're just lucky if you picked him. And I didn't pick him in the end when I was in the final. I don't think, or lost a couple of weeks in the playoffs. So I don't know. Even if you moved somewhere else, or even if you stayed at the Eagles, I don't know if I could. I don't know. I don't
2: know. He's one of them hot and cold (laughs) players, isn't he? Uh, In my other league, uh, in the in our breakaway league, I had Sanders, but he was like five points one week, thirty-five points the next, but always thirty-five points when he was on the bench. And then you were like, oh, maybe next week he'll do alright. No, back to five points. Uh, I could see him getting picked up by someone like the
1: Bengals. I reckon. Yeah. That's so probably yeah, a replacement
2: awesome. for for Mixon.
1: Yeah,
0: Mixon's gone. That's a good shot. That's a good shot. Okay, good quick one. Uh, Paul, we're gonna do your second one now. Yeah. It's Williams. Breaks through for the touchdown.
2: Yes, Jamal Williams, formerly of the Detroit Lions, my Detroit Lions. Very sad to see him go. Massive, massive personality in the dressing room. I know it's not all about just being great in the dressing room, but he was your ultimate team team player. Uh, the, the coaches loved him. The players loved him. The fans loved him. But they didn't pay him. I have no idea why they didn't pay him. So he's gone now to the Saints. How's he going to get on there? Not really too sure. Um one thing the Lions had reasonable last season was a run game. They mixed it up really well with Swift and Williams. Um, played a lot of short passes as well to St. Brown. So he, he wasn't just relied on just for that, but he was like punching him in. He, he was the leading, um, rushing scorer, 17 TDs and a thousand yards. So how's he going to get on? It's really tough to say, but I, th- I think he could do well there. I think the Saints are known for a pretty good run game. Kamara's probably going to jail, so he's he's taken over.
0: I I think Kamara will suffer. People who pick Kamara next year are going to suffer what I suffered with Swift. Fucking you guys have picked players who are making me feel bad about last season, right? <laughs> I had Sanders, oh, and I wasn't happy about oh, it. I
1: sw- oh, I'm, I'm sorry, you're feeling bad about the you. I'm you feeling
0: really really
2: about win? last season. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, give away, had, Don't give it away, Lino. Don't give it
0: away. I had Swift, and I had. um Yeah, you're right. Williams had more touchdowns. Like it was, wasn't it wasn't a team league, a team record or something. Number of touchdowns at yeah. the season, yeah, probably. And it was like, <laughs> like you mean probably? You're a Lions fan. Why do you not know that?
2: Yeah, I should know that. Let's say, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah,
0: yeah, just pretend you know <laughs> it. And uh, I had Swift, and I thought, oh, he's going to be great. No. He was I
2: think he was great
1: he was... in the first quarter of the first game. Yeah. I remember. I think the first message from Steve was Swift looks great. Like, <laughs> oh, he does, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, something like that. Well, let's see where he ends up. He could be a similar role, a bit like um, Ingram played to Kamara back in the Saints a couple of years ago. You know, punching it in from five yards out, where Kamara does all the heavy work in the open field kind of thing
2: that's um, what he that's what he was he was literally just your five yard man but he yeah. got in every time so yeah
0: yeah, yeah. well just let that clip showed all right yep. well we've got we've got time for my one and i'm going to give you my one uh my second uh player who i think is going to make an impact on fantasy pressure roger steps away throws it's intercepted again it's just So it was intercepted again, and he had one of his worst seasons for a long time. Aaron Rodgers, who looks like he's heading to the Jets, I don't know if if it's breaking news as we're recording the pod, but I know that he's expressed an interest. It's all sort of out in the open. Um, In a nutshell, I don't think anyone picked him last year in our fantasy league. um, Whereas sort of three or four years ago, he was like one of your QB ones, or you know, always up there for people fighting for him in the early rounds, probably higher than he should have been. Wasn't picked last year. At all, not even during the season, not even a pickup. I don't think. I don't think anyone picked him up during sort of waivers. Uh He's going to go to the Jets. He's got a bunch of weapons. The Jets look great, but that division is tough, right? Dolphins look stacked. Got Ramsey in now. Bills, a, a perennial playoff type team with Allen, and then obviously who knows? what We're going to get with the, the Patriots. So, um I think he'll improve on last year, and I think people will want to maybe take a gamble on him and. Uh, in the drafts of uh, Fantasy Football League so I, I'm going to suggest he goes up but I, I welcome your
1: thoughts guys I think he'll go up, that's for sure I don't think he's yes, yeah, it's, it's it's again if you just the fact that you've got one of the best QBs the most highly um, regarded ones going to a team like the Jets I think it says it all about how how amazing American football is compared to the monopoly of I don't know, the big six or something it's the Jets, for as long as I've been in, Interested in, in American football, have been uh, Nowhere near the playoffs um, but Yes, they improved dramatically Last season, but still Sucked uh, big time, and it was Down to their QB, so yeah I think Aaron Rodgers will do well there. I don't think he's going to post the same Sort of numbers, but I think um, Yeah, I think he would be a good backup QB for anyone yeah. good point. Mm.
0: That's not a bad shot,
1: Paul uh,
2: He's going to be Utter crap <laughs>
0: That's the line spanning you me.
2: <laughs> I hate the guy. Um I know this is a family show, so I can't really get too into it but
0: it's not a fucking family show, we swear all the time.
2: Okay. <laughs> oh well even better. <laughs> I can't stand him. I hope he absolutely bombs. I used to like the Jets, but not anymore if he goes there. I cannot stand that guy. What was he doing growing out his all greasy mullet hair? freaking who the hell does he think he is He's like a tramp honestly i cannot stand him i did wish you, him nothing but the worst
0: did you okay two questions one did you what did you think of this stuff where he went and sat in a dark room for two days or something oh, well,
2: all i
1: wanted to do is sit in a dark room for well two I, days. Said sounded oh, be like I said it sounds like broadwood
2: i said in the group i said it sounds like broadwood pre-draft picks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay and then let's go back to the
0: start of the pod you didn't like zeke Where's your level of dislike, Rogers, less or more than Zeke?
2: Oh, Rogers is is that like even even my wife knows my dislike for Aaron Rodgers.
0: Oh wow. Your I wife...
2: hate I cannot stand the guy. Ever since he completely and utterly mugged off the Lions in this one game where he pretended to get a face mask, which was never a face mask, and he got up and his helmet was a bit askew and he was pointing at the referee as if like he'd been mugged or something. The replay show his shoulder pad got grabbed and then he threw a Hail Mary for about 60 yards and won the game and it just gets blitzed all over the internet as Aaron Rodgers this. He cheated. It was never a face mask in the first place and the Lions should have won the game.
0: Wow. I think we've kind of... Say uh, what you
1: really think, Paul. Yeah, like
0: this is kind of a therapy session,
1: I think. You need to go sit in a room for
2: 10 days.
0: (laughs) Okay, right. Well, we, we've got we've got a clear inclination that two of us think he'll do better. One hopes he he's the worst season he's ever had. So, um, okay, Aaron Rodgers potentially to the Jets. I,
1: I could see him being picked up very early by uh, the Sharks.
0: Yeah, well, let's.
1: I, th- let's, I think we can up that seed. <laughs> let's
0: see. Uh, let's see what happens with the uh, live live draft. Our first ever live draft in over twelve years of playing in fantasy football in our league. So see if that changes as I face to face
1: and we always do a live draft James. face to we'll face
0: just, oh I'm sorry I'm so, I stand corrected so I stand corrected okay guys uh, thanks for that oh, what three things or oh, what six things free agents and impact on fantasy uh, we'll move on to our next segment Okay, so look, I mentioned it earlier at the start of the pod. We've been off air for a couple of months now. And Flem, who's often uh, on the pod as a bit of a co-host, he's definitely a key member of this uh, pod because he's our in-house uh, editor and producer. Uh, he's had a couple of rough uh, weeks and months and it's all been a bit mad with life at home and work. So um, he, uh, he hasn't been able to be with us. Those of you who might have caught, uh, or might go back and listen, but if those of you who were listening beforehand and caught our pods in the run up to the end of the fantasy football season, um, Flem and his Bonali ball bags were in our fantasy football final versus my very own Chilton Stallions.
1: Yeah, he and he, he did sneak in, got very lucky to get to the final.
0: Okay, well, you, okay, you don't think he deserves to be in the final?
1: Um, considering he was nearly didn't make the playoffs, there were obviously. You think how dominant the Grizzlies were. And I imagine that it's keeping Barry awake at night, what went wrong. But, yeah, I think he was uh, the underdog in in, in, in the the final and got um, found out.
0: Okay, well, uh, I'll I'll give you a a very brief... He's not here to defend himself or defend his record or his performance in the final. For those NFL fans, you're going to be very familiar if you play fantasy football, what happened. For most people who had their fantasy finals in Week 17 that was the week on Monday night football where DeMar Hamlin went down, had that cardiac arrest episode, Bill's Bengals game got postponed and then never came back. And if anyone's on Facebook, you would have seen everyone having a meltdown as to how they score their fantasy football finals. Um, our final, and I'll talk you through it now, but our final before the Monday night game, there was an 18 point difference between one team and the other. So it wasn't too close, but there were still four players still to play in that final game. Um, so let's uh, let's just walk you through uh, the final between the Benali Ballbergs and the Chilton Stallions. So Thursday night kicked off, and only one player was playing. He was he was playing for the Chilton Stallions, and it was this guy. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, do we have to? I I, I haven't even started, so I think it's only fair we actually do go through this run-up, okay? Yeah, we okay, for those of you who have guessed, Fleming's team did lose in the final, but it started with this guy. Second and ten, Prescott projected, end zone,
2: caught, touchdown, Dalton Schultz.
0: And on Sunday, we went into full ironic mode with this guy. First and ten for Jacksonville. And Etienne on first down has a crease there he goes ETN see you later touchdown a 62-yard run and then my defense were even getting in on it third and 15 bridgeway
2: guns it intercepted picked up by Kyle Duggar works the sideline stutter step move from Duggar and he's in touchdown Patriots they have done it
0: again. They've done it again. And it was, to be honest, and guys, I'm going to come to you in a second. 18 point lead I had, and I had three players still to play. Burrow, Chase, and Diggs, uh, and poor Fleming the ball bags had just Higgins to play. So we didn't have a debate in our league. There was clearly never going to be any contentious decision as to who had won that final. Um, but there was one player who really stood out amongst all the players on both teams, and that was this guy. It's going to be, in the end, one
2: catch on five targets, yep, 15 be. yards. That's his lowest, that's the lowest number of receptions in his career, and that's a guy who never has a game like this.
0: A, a guy who never has a game like this, Justin Jefferson, fantasy WR, what, one or two in the league? And, yeah. uh And had a game like that in the, on, on the final... Uh, How much Fleming must have been feeling, guys?
1: Um, probably, (laughs) yeah. Probably how I feel about picking Matt Ryan over (laughs) Lobo.
0: What's the, what's the bigger, if you're Fleming and you've got Jefferson with one reception on five targets in your final after the year he had and he had an amazing year, is that more painful or is it more painful that the highest scoring player on your opponent was Travis Etienne who you dropped. So Fleming dropped him during the season and I picked him up. Is that more what's more painful? Jefferson not turning up at all or a player you chose to get rid of who then comes back for a re- revenge game and gets twenty six points. Etienne revenge because you, double you've got those points. I think
2: that's a double that's <laughs> just a double kick in the nuts really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well look, folks, I'm 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 not gonna dwell on because 'cause we're several months past it. Mr. Fleming's been in more finals uh, than probably most teams in our league and uh, he's got two championships already through his name so he's got those to think back to and to hold on to Um, and uh, and so I think we will probably stop but one thing well, I'll tell you what I'll do, I'll I'll just want to call out a few of his players who had good games that week at least Uh, Trevor Lawrence got four points in that week yeah uh, Saquon Barkley got seven points what? Um, Jefferson, three and a half points. What? Uh, Engram for the Jaguars, four points. What? Uh, the 49ers def- defense got about seven points. What? Uh, and his defensive linemen like Daniel Hunter, three points. What? Uh, and then obviously we had T. Higgins, who didn't get a chance to have the best game of his career and sort of maybe make the comeback of the century. What? So I think it's really so- fair that we, uh, yeah. We kind of.
2: Correct
1: (laughs) me if I'm wrong.
2: He's already dead!
1: Wouldn't wouldn't he have lost to most teams that week, probably apart from the relegates
0: I I mean, I'm looking now at the uh, fantasy app. He got 162 points. And he would have lost in the third place playoff Musketeers, which won your team one, Paul, against the Grizzlies. Oh, yes. Uh, They would have lost against the Wolf Pack. They would have lost against the alligators, but no, uh, Lino. They would have beaten your renegades because you got. A hundred <laughs> <beat them> <laughs>
2: I'm
0: not sure. You shouldn't have said anything, my friend, because uh, he was not the worst team. That's the uh, in that final week.
2: Well, um, it, it'll, it'll be hard for it.
0: we, we,
1: We've talked about a rebrand. We talked about a rebuild. I've got yep. lots of ideas. I've even got some merchandise okay. on order for the draft okay
0: well we've got we've got a whole off season to get ready for our live draft on that first weekend of september um, Fleming, if you're listening to this, and you've managed not to turn off after that kind of i thought quite light hearted recap um a tough one for you to lose my friend, and the Demar Hamlin thing kind of made us all just realize real life's more important than fantasy, but uh thankfully he's not dead and uh and and you'll be back next season to maybe fight again so um you yeah, know, let's see what happens uh. Up for Thomas and up for my friend. Okay, guys, recap of that final. Sorry for those folks that we were kind of talking about football that was played about three months ago, but it's something we were going through all season and. Uh, We had to do it justice and and just do a slight little recap of uh, what happened there for Mr. Fleming and his ball bags in their uh, big final. Um, We're on to any other business now. Um, James, just
2: one thing, if you don't mind. Go for it. Please. Just want to say, like, I finished third. I finished third, and on the app, there's a little bronze trophy next to my name. Which okay. I'm actually quite proud of. I've even taken a screenshot of it and kept it because, <laughs> do you know what? At the Olympics, you get gold, silver, and bronze. You do fourth. Fourth gets nothing. Sorry, Barry, but I got the bronze, and I'm taking it. Okay. Just, just, just thought, just thought sort I'd of, sort of get that in. Okay. So you, you were know, worried about
1: you wanted to change the the app, James. I like the app.
0: Well, there's, there's, there's a, we've, we haven't got, again, that's something we'll talk about. And, and one thing I wanted, let me pick up on AOB. Paul, first of all, congratulations on your bronze medal. Thank you, won, you very you much. Won the, you won the third place playoff against the uh, team that came top of the league in yeah. the regular season. Um, so it's always nice when a team who came top of the league in the regular season doesn't quite even make the final. Uh,
2: I lineup. think they only lost four games last season, and I beat them three times, so uh, I seem to have the hoodoo over the Bears last season. You
0: do. <laughs> the, the Bears and Grizzlies do not like your Essex Musketeers. I'm, I'm debating whether I can even call you the Musketeers because obviously you are the Musketeers. Bronze medalist um,
2: Musketeers. Bronze I'd like medals. to be known as, yep.
0: Uh, how many times have you played my team in two seasons? Uh, it,
2: it doesn't matter. I have a bronze medal.
0: OK, I was wondering, because <laughs> I think in all the games we've played, you've not beaten my team yet. But, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll but a shiny, kept, but... shiny
2: bronze medal. It's like yeah, you, I'm Lino. Just... I, I sort of feel your pain, or understand your pain, sorry, with your winning the league but didn't actually win anything type debate. But dominated the league, I think he's winning to. We need to... Dom- dominated, yes.
0: Well, long or may it continue that your rise... Uh, kind of moves into the next season Paul so hopefully the Essex Musketeers continue their winning ways and uh, retain their hoodoo over the Bears and Grizzlies <laughs> um, folks if you manage to stick with us uh and thank you if you have um we're kind of a bit rusty we haven't got our producer I'm doing this on the fly Um one bit of AOB that we we'll just sort want of to flag to everybody You might have seen on, if you're a a fan of fantasy or NFL, on a number of NFL groups on Facebook, uh, my old little old self kind of going around uh, publicizing an Anglo-Scott fantasy football league, Champions League. So um, basically what we're doing is we're setting up a number of divisions across the UK and Ireland and Wales and Scotland. Uh, A load of people, I think we've got over 60 people now, who've said, yep, count me in. So in our 23-24 season, uh, just working out the numbers, but there'll be a whole bunch of divisions. I think we've got about five, six, seven divisions at the moment. May actually be eight. Uh, and then the winners of each of those uh, divisions will then compete in a kind of Champions League, if you like, in the 24-25 uh, season. So the winners of their divisions will then face each other off for the right to be the overall angle of Scott Fantasy Football League, uh, Champions League winner the season after next. Um and the line owner, you've flagged that, uh, what happens to other people? Is it going to be a Europa League? There will be. It'll be the highest placed teams in the regular season who doesn't win their overall league, who will then compete for that kind of, uh, Europa League type competition, if you like. So two teams from every division will compete in a kind of interdivisional competition the year after. So folks, look out for updates. Um, there's an Anglo Scott Fantasy Football League Facebook group. Feel free to jump on it ping me tell me you want to join in and send me a mobile and we'll be setting up whatsapp groups and commissioners for all the different divisions and um, we're all going to be playing by the same rules so there'll be a little bit of uh, uh discussion about that i'm sure but um yeah guys any comment on that before we uh, wrap up for tonight's pod
1: so it's very exciting going into well, not international well we're kind of international but we're same in the uk but i say okay, offering my services for uh, ripped off logos and I um I'm hoping every team has a location of where they're from and then a American style team name. I don't want like I don't know a team to be called like the Fitzy Stallions or anything stupid like that. I want it to be where you're from and uh then a mascot type name. That's what I'm hoping. I think, for. That's,
0: I think that's a I think that's a fair shot. Um we'll see you'll we'll see how abiding people are gonna be to that. I've already seen one name, uh, someone's already put forward their uh, name is the Brighton B 52s. So, nice. uh, like that's, that. that's, that's pretty, that, that, that fills your criteria. Name of a place yeah. plus, plus some sort of object, albeit a, a large aircraft bomber. But
1: oh, um, I was thinking it was a shot, wasn't it, in a dodgy nightclub. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, maybe that's what you meant. Um, we'll have to check in and hopefully we'll be bringing in people from all the different teams and all the divisions over the off season to introduce themselves, to talk about NFL, to talk about the teams they support. Uh, talk about the fantasy season ahead so um, folks if you're involved already you're, and you're interested you don't have to you're more than welcome to join us on this pod and we're going to uh, interrogate you and, and hopefully you'll know a bit more about fantasy football and nfl than uh, paul does here who's only just realized that uh brady retired <laughs> folks <laughs> He's been thank b- you
1: for listening by baker mayfield and that's, well, not yeah, joke.
0: It's, that's not a joke is it Folks, as ever, thank you for listening. We'll be back in about two weeks' time where free agency would have wrapped up and we'll be heading towards the draft. So to a place this one's for Fleming. lovely stuff